Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's Gator. And we are joined today on the first Friday of the month with Mr. My Monthly Cigars, Nick Gervais. How are you, Nick? Great, guys. I got to get that tattooed on my body somewhere. <laughs> Mr. My Monthly Cigars. So everybody knows. Everybody there, knows. There's a contest. You know, your logo is a nice little tattoo design, actually. It really is. You yeah. Could, you could For probably... Where? I don't know. I mean, you could, you could put that... Really anywhere, yeah. I guess I mean, tramp stamp, ass cheek. You know? <laughs> Moving on. Moving put it, on. Put it next to that the, the little dolphins on your, you know, down on your shin there. Well, other than you guys tattooing me up, how we doing? Doing good. Doing good. Doing it's well. Nice, uh, nice day here in. Southern it was Illinois. supposed to be storming. Yeah, it was supposed to be, but it turned out to be. Oh, a it's gorgeous. Gorgeous day today. It so. really is. Nice. And it's even better because we have oh my God. the June box. So the that June means box? The June box. The June box. That means we get to this find out. This is the first box of the new year for you. That's right. That's, That's first awesome. Box of the year two. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Well, well, Nick, Jeff, we got to find out, dude. What's in the box? What's in the box? Show you with the box. Who's in the box? Oh, what's in the box? <laughs> I've got a new toy and I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Nick has a soundboard now, yeah. so he doesn't have to go back in and add the little clips. And he is like a kid in a candy store. I am. So, so why don't we go ahead and crack open the box, see what's in there? Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to find it. out. <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're sick of all of it by now. I bet you've probably nah. been looking at it for the better part of the last couple. Of are those Listerine strips? They oh, look at that! I love those little Listerine strips. That's awesome. That's good because you know I get the funky breath. Well, I didn't want to say anything. I mean, you know, you smoke enough cigars in a day, it's going to happen. So, oh, I just um, cracked the seal of fresh. Crack open the bag here. See what we've got. Ooh, ooh, going to get out the fancy card. Ooh. So that I can, uh, I guess, give the details here. So, Oh, dude, this is a good box. Oh. So what have we got, Jeff? Pick, Start with the first one, whatever okay. one you want to start with. Oh, oh, God. There's an obsidian. So that would be the obsidian red rum in the uh, Robusto 5x52 uh, size with a San Andreas wrapper, Indonesian binder, and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. It's a medium to full cigar. Okay, I don't know what this is. That would be the Room 101 Ichiban Maduro. You say it's, it, it's a, Ichiban, okay. Ichiban. Could not pronounce it's that. It's a torpedo, the Bellicoso, 6x54 with a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Um, so is that, Nick, I'm going to ask you a question here about this card. So you have uh, not applicable for the binder there. Does that mean it doesn't have a binder? Or does that mean that we just don't know what the binder is? A lot of times it, it means either or. So sometimes a cigar, we don't know the binder. It's not uh, available. And then uh, I believe on one of the cigars that we haven't gotten to yet in this box does not have uh, a binder. Okay. There you go. I would say there is another one looking at the card here that also has... Uh, not applicable for the binder. So next up, we have the no, 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 and oh. then the filler. Oh. The filler is Dominican, Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Peruvian. Thank you. There I jumped go. ahead. Now we're done with the Room One Hundred One Ichiban. Next up, we have the Ave Maria. I say, we've got we've got the Ave Maria in the Morning Star <laughs> Perfecto Five by Fifty Eight with an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper. Again, not applicable on the binder, and a Honduran and Nicaraguan filler. I was so excited to do that that I almost didn't give you time for the other cigar. 
Did you I, notice I, that? I noticed yeah, that. I was really jazzed to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Last up, we have the Aroa. It's the Aroa, first 20-year Colorado. It's the Toro size 6x54 with a Honduran Corojo wrapper, Honduran binder, and Honduran filler. God, that cigar smells good. I've had this before. This is a good stick. It is a it's good a really good cigar. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited. I think the question now is, what are we going to smoke today? Well, I don't know. Your call, guys. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm leaning towards something we haven't had. We had a plethora of choices. So I'm thinking we either go with the uh, Room 101 or the Obsidian. That Room 101, that's, fairly, that's a fairly dark cigar. Let's take a look at that real Why quick. Why are you... That's only medium strength. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. The Room 101. The Ichiban. We'll do the Room 101. By God, we're doing the Ichiban Maduro. But seriously, I'm, I'm jazzed about this Aroa. And the, uh, this is a good-looking box. There's, there's a good variety of sticks in here. I like this. Cool, thanks. Yeah, we got yeah. about uh, a little over forty-one dollars this month. I was gonna. MSRP. I was just grabbing the card to see what the MSRP was on that. So yeah, so we got a little over forty-one bucks on the MSRP. Perfect. So that's now, good. Some of these longer sticks, buddy. How do you get them in the box or in the pack? Because I can never get them to go back in. The bottoms actually flatten out, so the, oh. the bags are meant to stand up. So if you push a little that's bit more, does it to me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to push a little harder. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Okay. I told well, you before, Jeff, if you're going to set them up, I'll knock them down. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you, brother. So let me get mine out of the cellophane. Really? Yep, mine's out. Right, so is mine. Very quickly and efficiently. Unlike you. How, how long are you going to do that? Okay, there. All right, thank you. Sucker was in there. Well, how about we go ahead and... Uh, God, that cigar smells good. Prep to cut the cigar. Mm. And the, smell that. We, the cigar does smell nice. Yeah, it does. It and like this is kind of a... It smells like cigar. It's a tapered cigar. Well, it's... You notice that? It's a torpedo, but it is... I think it was listed as a Bellicoso. Bellicoso. Yeah, it's a torpedo, but they call it their Bellicoso. Different companies, I mean, Very with all cool. these different sizes, they always have different names. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Well, awesome. So, so yeah, why don't we go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan over there, he is he's back at it. He's, he's living life and doing great, and he uh, is now letting people sit outside. He has a 1,500-square-foot covered area outside of his shop where people can set up chairs, and he's got ashtrays and everything out there. It's great for outdoor smoking. He is working on getting the the lounge cleaned up and everything. He's got some uh, disinfectant and everything that he's bringing in to get the lounge all ready. He is limited on how many people can sit in the lounge, so that's one thing that you know he's going to have to take note of um, as he goes. Here is is as the county kind of allows people to open up, you know, and and sit. He he's going to have to kind of control the crowd a little bit. But he's he's back at it. He's got something for everybody, $3 to $100, uh, including Martinez cigars. He Absolutely. Just got, in, just got in Martinez cigars this week. And uh, so you can now, he's the only place in St. Louis, so you can go by there and check out some of our favorite cigars by Martinez. And 
have a good time. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Dan's a great guy. I know. So, And I'm sure he's still doing the, uh, the mail. He definitely is still yep. doing the mail order. Yeah. So if you're living in an area where your shop has not reopened, or if you're living in an area where you just don't have a brick-and-mortar shop, and maybe throughout this whole COVID situation you've realized the importance of supporting brick-and-mortar stores, give Dan over at Riverman a call. He can take an order right over the phone, and he gets stuff shipped out either that day or next day to where you're getting it, and everything's coming sealed and fresh with a Bovida pack and everything, so you're set. Perfect. Yep. So Good deal. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. So, Nick, I'm using my uh, Calibri SV cutter that yeah, buddy. you talked me into buying after I, I uh, lost my... Uh, after I lost my Zycar cutter, which I then found. Yes, <clears throat> right. he hit it from himself. I hit it from myself. So <laughs> it's a it's a beefy cutter, but it's awesome, dude. It is. Be- I mean, yeah, it really it is. is. It's a beefy, impressive. Beefy cutter. I used my uh, perfect cut from Riverman and took off three nice ham slices off of the end of my cigar. Yeah, you had to like slowly slice it yes. down. I just want a second. I thought it. I thought you said ham slices. Yeah, like like, like you're slicing like you're slicing yeah, a ham. He, yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> I took off three three slivers of the scar. Well, to with a torpedo, where I could pull it. Yeah, with a torpedo, a perfect cut's kind of hard to to manage. That it know? is, but it's the only one I had back here, and you didn't offer yours. What happened to the cutter from Bjorn, Jeff? It's somewhere. Somewhere. Okay. Out there. Out there. <laughs> it's like Fifle. <laughs> Singing on a, you know, somewhere it's wishing it's fa- her wishing it was with its family there. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So. It's on a it's on a quest of its own right All now. All right, so cold draw time. Okay, what are you? Uh, I'm going to talk while you do that. That way, we're not having to have any gaps of time here. See how that works? It's amazing. It's radio at its finest. I'm getting some gonna... kind of sweet, like a persimmon. You and your damn persimmons. I love persimmons. You ever had a persimmon, Nick? No, I don't know what the hell you're talking it's about. Road <laughs> <laughs> it's road fruit. It's road fruit. It's a it's a wild tree, and you go pick the persimmons. We yeah, talked. You can only pick them after a fro- talk, after it frosts. We talked about this on a previous show, like a while back, and like if you go back, it's in the title, whatever Jeff Jeff's road fruit. But the long and short of it is, he'll like be driving along, and he'll see this tree, and he'll just stop and pull <laughs> over and start picking wild fruit off of this thing off the side of the road i do that with mulberries too and he the the episode that we did that you ran to the car to get some because you had some yeah i I stopped and picked some forced me to try this thing and it was mushy and it looked like it was like roadkill fruit is what it was it was just it was if you pick them when they're when they look like really good you can't eat them. They're like alum. They're real. They'll like just dry your mouth out immediately. You have to wait till after it's frozen. There it's got to have a hard frost or a freeze. There is a sweetness to this cigar. See, it, you taste it, don't you? Persimmons. I, I don't know about persimmons. <laughs> you I didn't mean, even I, do the cold retro. I actually did, and I didn't get anything. I did. I just got more of that sweetness that you were talking about. So I'm now cold it retro is really... becoming a thing. Yeah, you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for you, Jeff. I think I think it's blowing up across the, across the country. It is. Yeah, this is a real complex cigar. I mean, it's it's got a little bit of everything in there. I mean, Connecticut Broadleaf, Dominican, Honduran, Nicaragua. I was going to say Peru. the the list on the filler was just unreal. It's a freaking bouquet. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy, and it is like when you when you get into it, you'll you'll see how complex it is. It's a lot of mixtures. I bet you guys get multiple different flavors off of it. You know, for sure. 
Um, and believe it or not, guys, this is a bundle cigar. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So I should have waited to tell you that after to see what you thought. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, for a bundle cigar, it's it's excellent. So Wait, it's, there uh, is. Room 101. What is that flavor? I don't know. Man. Yeah, there's something there I'm tasting, and I cannot figure out what it is. Cigar. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so I just did a retro hail with the cigar. Yeah. And, boy, it's just, you're right about the complexity. There's a lot going on here with the stick. There's a flavor that I can't put my finger on. Oh. It's almost like they said, screw it. Let's just throw everything in there and see if it works. And obviously that's not the case. It's never the case as well. I shouldn't say never the case, but I'm Room saying. 101 wouldn't do that. What I'm, so I'm, say, that? I'm saying this, not Nick uh, from My Monthly. Gurkha does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Room 101, I've, I've had a couple of their cigars. They're not really too prevalent here in St. Louis. Um, mm-hmm. You go to a lot of stores, you don't really see them around here a lot. But I remember when we were out in Indianapolis... Mm-hmm. Room 101 was at a number of different uh, shops out yep. that way. So I don't know if they just have more representation out that way and not so much here or what. Got a broker out there working yeah, it. Something, yeah. yeah. But I, I think I had the farce and a couple other other sticks out that direction. Oh, we did yeah. have the farce. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a few. The Doomsdayer, uh, the fa- like you said, the farce. They have a couple of those, actually. Yeah, we um, both did the farce. I remember that. The Daruma. So it's Matt Booth that uh, was Room 101. The retro hail on this is really smooth. Yeah. Like, really smooth. There is a flavor note that I cannot, it, it's driving me nuts. I can't put my finger on what it is. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to get it because it's so smooth there, actually. But there, there. I really messed up by, by telling you ahead of time that it was a bundle cigar. I should have waited. Oh, no, no, no. I like bundle me. cigars. I have no problem no, with I that. No, I know. I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on it. And so far, it sounds like you're enjoying no, it. No, I am liking it. That's, that's, a, thing. that's a good stick. Of, yeah. I don't have anything against it. Yeah, for a bundle a nice, cigar. Nice shock factor. What I was going for. <laughs> that's why I'm on the other side of this mic. Oh, trust me. I'm sure Jeff will say something that results in a shock factor. Wow. <laughs> Nick is always just attacking me. It's hurtful. Hurtful. <laughs> yeah, even for, I mean, even for a bundle cigar, it's got a nice price point, though. You know, yeah, it's, not, sure. it's not a cheapie by any means. No, you think bundled cigars, you think anywhere from 2 to $4. Uh, and this, is in, and this is over 8 bucks. Yeah, it's in between 8 and $9. Yeah. Well, I mean... Techni- All you're doing is not paying for a box. Technically, the Leaf by Oscar is a bundle cigar. Yeah. You sure. Know? I mean, so that's the thing. The term bundle cigar doesn't have to necessarily mean... Cheap. Uh, like a value stick. Yeah. You know? I mean... It's just a so. BS stigma, to be honest. For Actually, the um, what is it? La Flor Dominicana right now. They're putting all their sticks in bundles. They're not making boxes yeah. for all well, their sticks Well, and I, right now. I hate to say this because I, I do like cigar boxes. But at a certain point, you got enough boxes. You know, it's like you're paying for the box. I mean, they're, the boxes are fancy. You know there's money. The boxes you know. are for the for the shop owners to display the boxes more than anything. Yeah, but I mean, i got a stack of them in the closet now. You that, want more? That's on <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I was, I was saying, saying you've, <laughs> got, you've got plenty, don't you? I have way too many. <laughs> I need a... I need to figure out an art project with them. You need to start making guitars out of them. I, it's like I can do that. People do all the time. I know people do, but I mean me. Oh, well, that's yeah. on you. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. They are I cool, though. Tried, I actually tried to make clocks out of them. I bought mm. the, you know, the clock pieces. I've and the seen pieces that. Didn't yeah. Work. yeah, I've seen it, too. I just wanted to do it you know, for myself. 
And uh, I was like, I got so many of these damn things. And uh, it didn't work, but I think I need a different piece. That's why. But they would be pretty sweet. I mean, the boxes, the guys that put their time into designing these things, like yeah. Nick, like you said, it's it's for them. They love it. You yeah. Know? And, it, and it's their marketing. Like, that's it. You go to a shelf in a, in a brick and mortar, you walk into the humidor, a lot of times people are looking at what? If they don't know anything, they look at the box. They look at the band. Oh, you're right. They want to see how it is. They don't, they don't look at... Oh, that's a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, or that's a Dominican. Or you know, they don't yeah. know what to look for. It's so marketing. it's what looks sexy. Yeah, exactly. so that's where the marketing comes in because, as you know, in this industry, you can't really market that much. I can't sit there and advertise every day. This is true. But I don't want to. I don't want to strike a nerve with you, Nick. I know that really gets you. <laughs> I yeah, I'm a little fired up about that. I knew right that was now. coming. Yeah, I know Dan over at Riverman. He's got some. Uh, I, I hesitate to call them end tables. But what he's done is he's taken cigar boxes and kind of stacked them like such a way, and and he's yep. he sealed them up and he's he's adhered them together mm. to where it makes a little end table that he's got next to the furniture that you can put an ashtray on or something like that, almost like yep. a little pedestal. Oh, that's cool. The, you've seen them, have you not noticed? Them? I've not noticed them. No. Okay, all right. I should pay attention. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen um, you can make actually like a lamp out of them. You get a, a lamp with a long pole, mm-hmm. and you just run everything, drill a hole right through the boxes, and kind of put the pole oh, that's right through cool. it. You got the lampshade above it. It's really cool. Jeff's a yeah. big fan of long poles. As <laughs> <laughs> long as the girls are dancing on them. Oh lord, <laughs> are they open yet? Boy, I don't know. The strip clubs? I, I don't, don't know, know if the strip clubs have come back yet. Not that I would go but, to one of those places. Right. Jeff, I, see, I see your shirt says Las Vegas. Las Vegas opened yesterday or midnight last night. And uh, I saw a couple of videos this morning, all the girls dancing in the casinos with masks. It looks odd. <laughs> yeah, I it bet. It looks odd. Vegas yeah. does not look fun right now. You know, now, we were supposed to be in Vegas this month. Not this month, July. Next July. Oh, that's right. Yeah, next month. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. No, no, it's not. It just doesn't look fun no, right now. It uh, doesn't at all. It it really doesn't. I know they're throwing deals out and everything else, trying to get people out there. But I just I don't have a desire. So this is this is going out in June, not July. This is literally. I, just, I can't keep up anymore tomorrow, with what month we're recording in to when they're coming out, and we're in June. We, Nick, we've been doing some ahead of time, so mm-hmm. I'll God. reference things that are going on like that day, mm-hmm. and Nick just gets so pissed. <laughs> he just can't keep time. Like, like I, it's not hard. I'm not going ahead. It's not like I'm recording something for November right now. Right. Well, that would you know? be odd. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't keep a week straight? No. Yeah. And by the way, oh, oh, you know what? Here's the deal. When we're recording this, people may never hear it because this weekend... Um, we have a giant asteroid that's flying right at the planet. I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the size of like a stadium or something like that. Because, you know, why wouldn't 2020 have an asteroid the size of a stadium coming at us? No, that won't happen until the end of 2020. We need more bad shit to happen. Oh, no. Wait, uh, the, the super volcano is ready to go, too. So oh, out under okay. Yellowstone. Are you I'll aware of this? Yogi's fucked. <laughs> Are you aware of this? <laughs> The super volcano of, of the super volcano. Uh, I've heard of it before, but I'm not educated on it. It's it's earthquaking like, like there's no tomorrow out there right now, and everybody's scared shitless that the super volcano is going to blow. It's apparently been an ongoing concern for a while that that once this thing goes, it could take out like states. tons and tons of area. Yeah, states and yeah, 
And here we are in 2020 when and the Midwest we're sits in the uh, sits in the ash fall, so we're now, fucked. Now I'll say this: even before we have to worry about the super volcano and the asteroid and everything, did you see the thing about the toxic frogs down in Florida? Oh damn it! Stop it! No, seriously, there's these toxic toads, and they're they're starting to pop up everywhere. Of course they and are. People are are the officials are concerned about pets. Because if the dogs or cats people, or whatever. Why would people want them as pets? If the dogs and cats lick them or something, they can die. Oh, oh so you don't get high off of the frog. No, you die from the frog. Oh, that sucks. Because, so, nah, so got... I mean, getting high off a frog, I'm all in, man. Because I'll say this. I'll lick a toad. The murder hornets were kind of a little bit of a cock tease. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I kind of expected more not out of Not to the, the... honeybees, they're not. Uh, I'm just saying, I expected a little more out of the murder hornets. They, just, they haven't gotten up to strength yet. I, well, I hope they don't. Yeah, I know, right? But anyway. So what are you getting on your stick, Nick? I, I, you know, that's actually a really good question. Um, it's, uh, there, I'm, I'm about eh, not quite an inch, maybe about an inch in. And uh, <laughs> that's what she said. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I missed that one. Uh, good job. Good job, Jeff. I'm here for you. I'm just waiting for you to set me up. You're the one that sets me up. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I set him up and he didn't take it. It's a good cigar. Um, I, they're, they're, I, it's hard for me to put a, a, a finger on the note, though. It's it's right. kind of like I'm trying to figure this thing out. Like it, it's it's not peppery. No, what but it's, is? But it's that? not really. It, there's a s- subtle, sw- little yeah. sweetness, and yeah, it's bugging me because uh-huh. I like I'm tasting it. I know I'm tasting it, and I cannot process what it is. How about you, my monthly Nick? What are you getting? I'm getting a very complex stick. Like we talked about before, I'm the last guy to talk to about flavors. You know, is I mean, food, drink that I can that I can hit on this. I mean, I. You know, some sort of, I, I, I hate to say it because I'm going to sound like somebody that we've talked about, but it's kind of burnt barbecue okay. on the back end after a retro hill. You know what? Okay. I could like see charred. that, but it's not, it's like a seasoning in the barbecue is what I'm tasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. <clears throat> is it kind of oh, yeah. almost like a, like a wood smoked flavor? Somewhat. That's what I'm kind of getting. Like it's been on the grill, or it's been in a smoker, and it's just the burnt pieces. Yeah, God, I sound like I sound like the guy I make fun of all the time, and that's just no. Awful. But I, like I said, <laughs> I I actually get that. I get where you're coming from there. Yeah, it smells like you put the uh, the, the meat in the smoker for six hours at two twenty five, <laughs> then on the grill, tinfoil oil <laughs> at three hundred, and then you throw the, the meat away and lick the tinfoil. When you got to remember to turn it about halfway. Sure, and then you get a phone call, and that has to <laughs> oh, oh. No, but it is. Like I said, I, I know I keep saying it, but it's, you know, that's what I liked about it. You know, it's complex. You can't figure it you out. You may yeah. have hit on this with me. Like an apple wood. Like the, the, the taste of, a, of an apple wood smoked something. Maybe. Maybe. Although that <clears throat> that's a little sweeter. than I. Like I said, this sweetness is really subtle. Well, I mean, you know, it's limb off an apple tree isn't really that sweet it just has that aroma yeah i guess jeff might be getting it might you be. know i'll let you have that i don't one. i don't get that very often i'll let you have that <laughs> yeah you don't and when jeff you do might you, be getting it and yeah, when you do no, you probably not. numbers i'm probably not 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let that go. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's an inside joke there, my monthly Nick, that I can't talk <laughs> about. Love inside but, jokes. But I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble for it <laughs> I anyway. got that reference. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Michael Scott. You know, Scott. actually, what's funny about you saying that, I just finished watching The Office last night. Oh, you wrapped it up? I wrapped it up. Oh, we I'd, have so much to talk I've about. Never, I've never gone through that series all the way through. When I had watched it originally back when it was airing, I kind of fell off probably in the season. When it jumped the shark? No, I, I fell off uh, just past the Michael Scott Paper Company stuff. Okay. So I never saw Jim and Pam get married and the baby and all that fun stuff. It's really else. good up to then. It, the season when uh, Mindy, um, I can't think of her name on the show. Oh, um Kelly. Kelly. When when Kelly and Ryan leave. Yeah. Because they left for a season, and it kind of jumped the shark a little bit during that time, but it had some funny moments. But yeah. It, uh, you know, that's when you had the whole, Rob- you had Robert California, you had th- that whole, you know, got weird. But So let me ask you this, because you guys watch it. I, I absolutely love the show, and I just watched, rewatched it again recently, uh, straight through. Yeah. What do you guys think of Andy Bernard, the character? It, it's almost Ruined like they- the show, or no? It, it's almost like they didn't know what to do with him. He he comes and goes. He's he's knocking it out when his dad wastes all their money and runs off, and he's well, killing it. And then, but then he jacks up and takes here, the boat, and he, it's weird. Well, even taking it back further from that, when he first came on, it was very obvious he was meant to be the Dwight of the Stanford branch. Yes, that Jim had moved over to, and then he came over, and I kind of figured maybe he would get fired, you know, from from. Um, uh, Dunder Mifflin yeah. when he was there. And then he punched the hole through the wall and it was just like, okay, this is it. This is when he gets fired. And then they bring him back and he's all like, I went through anger management. And he kind of blended but, into the background a, a little bit. He was a fairly big star at this point. I know, but he kind of blended into the background and he was kind of okay as just like an extra player. But then when they made him the branch manager, it was a lot of him. And I'm like, okay, this this might be a bit much. And I wanted him to be with Aaron, but then when he was with Aaron, it just That's cute. It, it got it weird, was stupid. Yeah. And and then you're right. And then where he where he really went off the rails was when the whole bit with his parents, with them not having any money, and when he hopped on that boat and disappeared for three months, leaving everybody, his job, Aaron, everybody behind. It was just like Dude, you're a dick. But you you're really, standing there on the dock but, with your girlfriend. Okay, and you're gonna go off on this boat with your brother for three months instead of Boy, taking. Nick, her. you're really stepping, really taking this comedy to heart. Dude, I just got done watching it, so I mean, <laughs> like, stepping I'm, out I'm, of I'm the involved show. in this, stepping out of the show for a minute. Yeah, you've got to understand. Those were times when he was gone filming The Hangover and other movies. I get it, and and Pam did the same thing. Pam had a high. Pam went off to you know so, New York. So it for doesn't her make sense school. for Aaron to be gone because Aaron doesn't have anything else to do exactly for that period of time. I get that. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're talking, we're not talking about that. We're talking about but, the development of the character. But she got together with Plop, and I didn't like <laughs> Plop. I didn't like Plop or the other guy. The other guy was a creeper. Dwight Junior. Yeah, Dwight Junior was a creeper. <laughs> really, I thought he was a fun. I thought he was a funny character. See, I'm an Andy. I'm an Andy Bernard fan. I love the character from the beginning. I thought he was great. But I agree with you when he 
the ending where he got on the boat, that's where it kind of lost me. Yeah. Just I did, after that, I didn't, I wasn't a fan, but and then, prior like, leading up to that, he was, I thought he was fantastic. And then when he was kind of, when he was, uh, when he was back from, from the boat, but before he got fired or let, or quit or whatever ended up happening there, I, what I forget, um, he, uh, he quit. He was they just, were going to fire him. He was he just quit. completely oblivious to the fact that he's telling all these people, like, you know, oh, you know, taking time off from work and whatever else. And it's like, dude, you were gone for three months. I mean, he was just kind of such a dick when he You're got back. You're taking way too serious. I know, I, mean, I know. You are just, this is not Shakespeare, buddy. I get this it. Is, uh... you, you, should hear I, him, you, know, you should hear him talk about the uh, soap operas. I'll he tell just you, gets involved. I wanted, I him, I wanted yeah. him to hook up with the blonde chick that he, he met He loves in the his line. stories. With, that he met in the line with uh, at the acapella the American, uh, Idol, American thing Idol thing, yeah. yeah, that that would have been nice, you know. They could have just been singing mm-hmm. together. Well, and Jessica, his girlfriend Jessica was perfect. Oh yeah, and then he blew that all to hell. Yeah, <laughs> showed yes. up with Aaron at a and then bachelorette went party back to break up with her. Was... I really liked Robert California too. I thought that character was fun. See, See I thought that went off no, the rails. I like James Spader a lot. I love James he Spader. Great. James Spader so is insane and I love him for it. Because yeah. like his character in Boston Legal and and then now The Office and amongst other things. But those are you know the ones that specifically Dude, happen. I've told you the movie True Colors. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. It is a great movie. Have you ever seen that, Nick? No, I have not. I'm not a huge movie guy. I um I'm more of a shows like series person. I, yeah. I, which is weird because I can watch, you know, two or three episodes in a sitting, so it's three hours of a show and I can't sit through a two hour movie. Yeah. It makes no yeah. sense. You know. I I think I just like the long drawn out storyline. Well it, it's him and John Cusack and they play so well off of each other. It is if you get a chance to ever watch it, it's called True Colors. It's a probably late eighties, early nineties movie. Oh, it's it had really, Cusack really good. In it, so it had yeah. to be eighties in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, two so the- two thousand twelve he was in that. With the love yeah. of my life. Who was who was the actress that played against him in 2012? I don't know. I never saw that. 2012 in the movie 2012. It was oh, about the whole end of the earth thing. I never saw that. You never saw that? Why would I watch that? It was a good movie. It looked like a piece of crap. Yeah, it kind of was, but it, you know, it's still. It had Amanda Peet in it, man. Oh my god. Amanda, what happened to her? Amanda Peet. Oh. Jeff has her tied up in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, um, just silence is golden, but duct tape is silver. Oh, Lord. Anyway. For those, um, of, you just, for those of you just tuning in, this is not the Office Dudes podcast. No, I know. <laughs> However, it sure okay, sounds like it. one more quick note on the Office before we do get <laughs> off this subject. Like, okay, they brought in Michael Scott for the finale. You just well, gave a spoiler away if anybody hasn't seen it. Nice job. It, dude. It's over. It's done. So <laughs> it's only like eight years old. At this point, was uh, was Steve Carell like charging by the line or something? It's like they they had him. He just like stood there awkwardly, kind of smiling at him, and and said like two things in the entire episode. He said that's what she said, and then that was like, one of his lines. And then made that was one, his opening line. Yeah. And yep. then made one other line about it's like coming home and seeing all your kids growing up and. <laughs> marrying each other and i mean it was it was like yeah it was pretty like, funny he had like two lines in the whole show but okay so at that point he was coming back in as a cameo kind of appearance i get it he wasn't trying like, to take away from the people that had been there i think he was 
purposely, and and I don't know this, but knowing him and knowing what I've heard about him on The Office, ladies, because I love to listen to that podcast, he is such a good, like, actual decent person from everything they've said. I bet he did not want to overshadow the cast. He could have had a couple more lines, been more Michael Scott-like, and not overshadowed. Now, yeah, but I think he, I think he had home runs with the lines he had, so that yeah. might as well just keep I it well, the and, way it was. In continuing in our Office Man uh, podcast here, welcome back to Office Dudes, <laughs> the Office Dudes. The uh, did you notice his wife was not with him? Holly, yes, yeah, that yeah, was the other. She talked about that actually. I don't know if you guys listened to. Um, let's plug Gilbert Godfrey for a second. I love okay. Gilbert uh, Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey's amazing colossal podcast. He has a lot of old school actors actresses they kind of make sure that the the old film genres and the actors and actresses from the i'm gonna have to check this out are still around oh my god he's done i think they're on like 500 episodes almost maybe 300 some somewhere in that ballpark nice but um he had and i forget her name but he had holly on as a guest and she talked about not being on the finale and she said she declined it herself she didn't think she had a part in the show that deserved it, and she thought that the other people uh, needed more of the spotlight. So kind of like what you said about Michael Scott or, or about Steve Carell, she really felt that way about her character and said the show wasn't about her. She was just kind of a side character of sorts. It was about everybody else, so let them have their light. There was no need for her to be there. I get it. Yeah, I do too. But it would have been nice to at least have her there with him at the wedding. been there with him, exactly. I think that would have been... I mean, she wouldn't have said anything, so I would have been complaining that she didn't have any lines. Well, do you remember, and you guys may not be aware of this, so do you remember when he dated the real estate agent? Mm -hmm. You know, that's actually his wife. That's his his real wife. Yeah. Yeah, We all listen to Office Ladies, Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. We're really plugging them today. I mean, he, um, where we're at. he mm-hmm. actually, he probably would have stayed around for a little bit longer. I don't know, did you guys hear that story of how he ended up leaving the show? No, no, it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was basically NBC never came to him about an extension and he was expecting one, but he didn't push it. He didn't go to them and say, Hey, let's do this. Yeah. They just never approached him about it. And I think both sides just didn't talk. And then oh, wow. it was like, all right, this is my last season done. Wow. Did yeah, they so did they he, just assume he had gotten too expensive at that point? Because he was a big star mind. by then. Yeah, he was pretty big. He's what? he's a good actor, man. Did you see that uh, Apple TV show that with him and um, Jennifer Aniston? I have not. No, where uh, she's oh. like the the news reporter or uh, anchor reporter for the yep. for the morning show, and he's the producer or something. No, no, they they were both the hosts. Oh, of okay, show. okay. It was almost like a spin on the whole. Um, Matt Lauer thing. I see. Okay. So no, I haven't watched it. that. Boy, that's a dirt bag right there. Yeah, I forget the name of the show already, but, but it was so good. I know which one you're talking about. And then I also haven't watched uh, his new one on Netflix yet. Um, Space Force. Space Force. I'm watching it, and it's it's actually pretty good. See, is it? It's getting bad reviews. I, say reviews, I don't care. Reviews are shit. I don't care. I think it's funny. Okay. The morning and, show. That's what that show is called. Ah, okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's tick, about a morning show. Huh? The tick is on there with him. I can never remember his name. Well, that new show, Jeff, that's, that's Jeff Warburton Daniels. Or is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeff I mean, Daniels wrote this. Oh, the yeah. From the office. No, it is. I, I think it's funny. Well, John Malkovich is on. John Space. Malkovich is yeah. great in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not to mention the monkey that the Chinese kidnapped, but I'll, I won't go into that anymore. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, it's on my Netflix list. It's just one of those ones that 
I haven't started it yet, and I... Uh, the first one was a little bit slow as character building. Been, reviews have been kind of poor on it so far. I actually yeah. thought it was good. I'll tell you what, watch I, it. what I have been watching. I, I signed up for HBO Max, and I have already burned through all ten of the available episodes of the brand new Looney Tunes on HBO Max. Are they as racist and violent as they used to be? So, okay, they've throttled back <laughs> on some characters. Imagine um, that. The, the cartoons they offer up, it's typically Bugs versus either Elmer Fudd or um, Yosemite Sam. Okay. Um, Tweety Bird and Sylvester are in a couple. Uh, Porky and Daffy typically are playing off one another. And then um, they have a couple of Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote ones mixed through. Those are pretty much the characters they focus on. Okay. They don't really touch on any of the others. Foghorn Leghorn? They don't get into Foghorn Leghorn and his plantation that he owns. <laughs> God. They don't get into uh, Speedy and, you know, I really did the, not realize how racist my childhood was based and, on the cartoons. And they don't get yeah. into Pepe Le Pew and his Me Too ra- uh, rapist. Yeah. 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 There's two comedians that hit on that. Dave Chappelle does the Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No, no but where he's like he's sat, sat down with his nephew. He's like Jeff just lit his, himself on fire. I did. He was, <laughs> was touching up, but yeah. And he's like, he goes, "Let me show you some real cartoons." He goes, "Pepe Le Pew comes on." He goes, "Now this, watch this. Pay attention. This is this this man's. Yeah, it's a real cartoon." And he goes, "I'm watching this." And he goes, "This guy's a fucking rapist." <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he's like, "Ha ha, Pepe Le Pew, let me rape you." Yeah, and he's so, like, "My nephew's sitting." He goes, "Ha ha." Sometimes you gotta get the pussy. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit! It's so good. And then, uh, oh, what's the other one? Artie Lang starts talking about in one of his old stand-ups. It was uh, he was talking about Foghorn Leghorn and how you know old school he was. And there's an episode where this boy's trying to teach this boy how to play baseball. Yes. And the boy doesn't want to play baseball he doesn't like he says he doesn't like baseball and then Foghorn Leghorn is like I'll say I say there's some yahoo about a boy that doesn't like baseball (laughs) (laughs) I remember that (laughs) oh god well I mean Uh, and and we covered it in the last episode or yeah the last no no, no, we've we've recorded so many out of order it was the last okay it was the last episode we covered it in the last episode my thoughts on Speedy Gonzalez and how it's a Pro illegal immigration, you know, type thing, you know. So and very stereotypical, you know. It's it's just bad. And see, and I loved the Speedy cartoons as a kid, but looking at them now, I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing. Well, there was so much violence. I love the violence, and they and I'll say this: they did not throttle back the violence in the new Looney Tunes. It is just as as quick to drop an anvil on somebody's head or the. Coyote ends up getting blown up eight different ways. I mean, they're great. So. Well, if he'd quit buying his dynamite from Acme, that's I, he, all I'm saying. He really should sue Acme at this yeah. point. But I'm really curious how much of this makes the show. Here's the thing. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is going on. This is going on. Yeah. Here's the thing about Wiley Coyote. He's such an underrated landscape artist. <laughs> he really can't he hide paint, a bomb. He paints yeah. landscapes in the most wonderful way on rock faces. Yes. <laughs> so much Quickly so. Too. So much, yeah, quickly. So much so that, like, I mean, he he was ends the, up running into him himself. He was the original Bob Ross. <laughs> oh my! Happy God. little cactuses. It's a happy cactus. Exactly. I've been watching uh, Shameless, but I just fast forward to the nudity. <laughs> of course, you, you guys do. see Shit's Creek yet? Oh, I love Shit's Creek. Everybody's so talking good. about the show. I haven't watched it yet, dude. It's Very so good. good. 
This is very good. This is this is Nick Squared and Jeff review TV. Yeah, this it's good. no seriously. Yeah, Shit's <laughs> Creek is funny. Everybody That's all there is to it. And I love, I love, 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 love. Okay, give me a second here. Eugene Levy's kid. No, it's uh, uh, the the mayor. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Chris. Chris. Yes. Um, I love, love, love Chris oh, Elliott. Chris. Chris Elliott, yeah. Yeah, I love Chris I just Elliott. I remember from Everybody Loves Chris or something like that. Everybody Hates Chris. No. Which one was it? I first knew him from the David Letterman Everybody Show. Everybody Hates Chris was about Chris Rock. Rock, right. right. When, when Chris Elliott was on the David Letterman Show back in the day on NBC late at night, and he would do the craziest skits. He had this deal where he came out one time, and he's got all these Bunsen burgers going, all these test tubes. And he's going to tell us the difference between the new, the Wesson oil and the new and improved Wesson oil. Have you seen this? No. And he pours them both into beakers, and you think he's going to do some kind of experiment with them, and he just drinks the oil. And then he looks at Dave, and he goes, Dave, I can't tell any difference. <laughs> and then he did the same thing with the new and improved dog food. And, it, and he just takes a big spoonful out of each one of the cans of dog food and can't tell any difference. Chris Elliott was well, hilarious back in the day. Yeah, he was. He well, was on okay. SNL for a, a season two. I didn't. Was know he that. really? Yep. I didn't know mm. that. Well, if you're just tuning in, thinking uh, you're going to listen to some cigar talk, you have been completely wrong. Trust me. If anybody's listening to those <laughs> podcasts, they should know better than to expect this, to hear cigar. Talk. You know what? Though this is essentially us sitting in a lounge bullshitting. Exactly. That's all it is. Which I is why it. I like it. Which and that's Great. something you know. A lot of the other podcasters and I have talked about, and a couple other people and I have talked about is that that that's what I'm going for. I'm yeah. going for couple of guys sitting in the cigar lounge and you just feel like you're either eavesdropping on their conversation or joining in and that's the highest compliment that i can well get from and a somebody. lot of people may not realize this but like we have no structure like this interview with you nick nick gervais from my monthly cigars that like we didn't we don't have an outline we've just started talking yeah the only no, plan great. the only plan yeah. for this episode was to open up the box and talk about what's in the box and for Nick to play with his new soundboard <laughs> which I've done and I love it I just need to get more sounds put in there like guys listen to this one that I've got I'll eat anything I love it <laughs> <laughs> I've got a clip of Jeff saying he'll eat anything you have any idea how handy Is it wrong? that's going to come into play Is that wrong <laughs> If it's wrong I don't want to be right Exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, I'm going back over old shows to find the most like best thing I can find to pull out of context. Here's and the use problem: I have no control over the soundboard, so I can't pay him back. <laughs> like I can't put any of the dumb stuff he said, and he's no, sure not going to put it on there. Of course not. Well, here's here's an even bigger problem: I can't hear what you're playing, so I'm oh. just laughing so that it goes into the show and it looks like I got it. But um, the uh, what uh, I do want to well, circle back because I'm halfway through my stick. Okay. Then what are you getting on your cigar, it, Jeff? It's still, there's that that kind of sweet, woody flavor that I'm getting. Like I said, like an apple wood or a, a, a sa- you guys aren't going to know this because I'm a farm kid, but like a sassafras wood, like the smell that it puts <laughs> off. That was me inhaling too much smoke. Yeah. It's sassafras has got a really, it. yeah, it's got a really distinct, like spicy flavor to it. Okay. It's what they make like Philly powder out of for gumbo and stuff like that. Yeah. I dig the roots every year and make tea out of it. I'm not getting the spicy flavor. Really? Yeah. No, there's like no spice or Mm-mm. pepper on the stick at that's, all. That's what I'm getting is like a like a, a like a fruit wood like you would smoke something with. I'm getting that taste like that smells. Does that yeah, make sense? I I don't maybe. Maybe I'm I don't having know. a stroke. 
Possibly, because yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not getting any. <laughs> you might want to get me an aspirin, spice or pepper on it at all. Um, yeah, I, no, I'm not I, saying pepper. I'm saying like the the smell of wood burning. It was kind of like Nick was talking earlier about the barbecue. There's some flavor there, and I just I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know. It's an interesting cigar, though. It's not bad. It's it's surprisingly very light. When you look at for, it for the Maduro, yeah, yeah. When you well, is it a Maduro? I I guess I can't remember. Well, it's Connecticut Broadleaf. Yeah, okay, it's the Ichiban so yeah, Maduro. So, yeah, okay. Maduro is just a color. Yeah, Maduro's exactly. Just, it, it's the color. So. But normally, I'm I'm more of a shade grown Connecticut guy. Right. But uh, no, I've actually I'm enjoying the cigar. Yeah, it's good. Well, I'm glad you guys are seeing what I what I said earlier. You know, and that's what I like about you know putting these boxes together. You can put stuff like this in there that you guys probably would have never had this. You know? No, no, Definitely I've never not. ran across it. Right. So let's talk about that for a minute. So you, uh, it's been a little while since you were on the show with us last. How have uh, things been going with my monthly cigars? Seeing growth, seeing expansion, that sort of thing. We're going bankrupt tomorrow. Okay. So well, shit. enjoy the box, guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At least I got my box. Sucks to be all the rest of you suckers. <laughs> no, everybody got theirs. And that's it. No, no, things have been. Awesome. Uh, I mean, I, I can't tell you how, how humbling it is just to see the club grow month over month and, you know, to already be at a point where we are this year compared to all of last year is just absolutely amazing. Uh, didn't expect it, you know, that fast, but people are great. The club members uh, couldn't be better. I couldn't ask for better, you know, uh, subscribers. They absolutely give me great. They give me great feedback. They have absolutely amazing photos that they post all the time. They're interactive. And the best thing about it is they're honest. You know, I always ask for feedback and, and they give it to me. You know, I've had conversations with members uh, on the side, you know, through email, uh, just kind of checking in, seeing how things are going, what their thoughts are, and everything's been positive, you know. And I would hope they would, that, you know, they're being honest with me. And if they had problems, they would tell me, you know, and I think it's easier to do that through an email than to my face. Yeah. So that's kind of why I like that route. But so far, you know, everything's been good. I'm excited. I've got a few things uh, in the plans for future to, to make it even better. It's just and incorporate a whole bunch of other things, too, uh, as well. And I'm excited to implement those. So those are going to be in the future. It's nothing, you know, that's going to happen tomorrow. Um, but I'm really excited about it. Looking forward to, to piecing it together to see if we can build something even bigger. Well, and it's a great service. And you know, I've talked about this before and mentioned it here and there throughout the podcast, but it, it branches me out because like this cigar, it gives me something that I'm not going to necessarily find in my local shop. Precisely. And then, you know, if I like it, I can seek it out. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's good for, you know, clubs like, like ours and, and all the other clubs out there. It's, it's good for the manufacturers as well, you know, because uh, they get their cigar out there and, and then someone starts talking about it and then. You know, however many people are in the club start talking about it. They're, they're just spiderwebs from there, you know, and uh, it benefits them. So I think clubs are awesome for manufacturers. Um, most of them, you know, from my experience, they they fully embrace it. They embrace well, the idea of it. And, and you're right, because it's putting the stick in all of the subscribers' hands that you have. Right. Whereas otherwise, you're just going into, you know, you're putting a box of cigars or, you know, a shelf full of cigars in a humidor in in you know a store and then you're waiting for somebody to buy that stick this gets it in their hands lets them smoke it lets them know if they like it and then they can go seek it out yeah so i think it's it perfect yeah i think it benefits both the consumer and the manufacturer the manufacturer like you said you know it gets out in their hands it gives them exposure and people will come back to it to purchase it yeah. if they like it and then on the flip side 
the consumer, you know, uh, club members will get a cigar they may have never had and they like it and they go and purchase it. Or they have a cigar uh, that they've been wanting to try but really didn't want to spend, you know, $200 on a box, let's yeah. say. Uh, and let's say they have a bad one because, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware not everybody's going to enjoy every single cigar we put out. Uh, oh, everybody's got on, different hold, palettes. Hold Drink your track up. <laughs> now wait it, i'm not saying it was a bad cigar nick liked it but for the it kicked record my ass i loved the tricky track it kicked that's my nice. ass yeah but again that's it. that's our palates are different yeah and that's exactly. a way to find that out through getting the service but see jeff now if you went out and you said you know what everybody keeps talking about this tricky track they love it it's great let me go buy a box then you you get it and you hate it now you get 19 sticks left that you just yep. blew however much money on so yeah. that's where i think the benefit comes in too for for cigar smokers and club members, you know, if they get a stick in the box that they don't like, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, then they didn't minute. go and waste the money. <laughs> well, you know, and that's, hap- that's happened to Nick twice. There have been two boxes of cigars that he got hated and gave to me. And I mean, let's be honest, I'll smoke anything. And, you know, he gave them <laughs> so to me. So we hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, no, that happened with uh, I hate to say it, the Gurkhas. It was the Royal Challenge. It was the re- and it was a, the, Royal, the Royal, Challenge. Royal Challenge was getting through that cigar. Yeah, it was. Can I can I give you guys my theory on your friend Larry the Mute? Uh oh. So my theory is that Larry the Mute, the name is just a cover <laughs> for Jeff, <laughs> and Jeff gives all the reviews. To Larry, to quote him, Eric, I'm doing air quotes. Larry, Larry, and those are, those were all really Jeff's reviews. He's just too embarrassed to give them, so he says, "Hey, let's get our buddy Larry the mute out." You know That's what? Here, here's the deal. I will smoke. I'll smoke a peach swisher any day of the week. I have no problem admitting that. You're like, proving I've, my theory, Jeff. You are proving. I have I have smoked most of the cigars that Larry has reviewed. I hate to admit, uh-huh. I'm not surprised. The Garcia Vega. You know, the backwoods, yeah, just go down the list. Note, go back over the Larry uh, reviews and note every time I name off what he's about to review, Jeff's always like, I've smoked that. I've smoked that. that. The White Owls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of those. I I have joked on many occasions that I'm probably the only person that buys that cigar at that, you know, gas station or whatever that actually smokes it as is. (laughs) Yeah, fill fill in the gap there, but I may be the only person. Actually smoking that cigar? No, no, no. I just make tea out of my tea leaves. <laughs> oh God! Anyway, Did, have I ever talked about getting the dog high on the podcast? No, you haven't. But I guess now you're going to. Okay, I I really thought we talked. Long if, enough. if we've talked about this before, I apologize. You have avoided through. this topic this whole time. <sighs> I have, Nick. Now we're going to get into something because he. Long. I have wanted to get into this, and he never. Every time I bring it up, he's like, "No, we no, are, not yet. Not we yet. are legal here in Illinois." And I, you know, I, I've been very free and open about this. I tried marijuana for the first time at 48 years old. If you can believe that, it's the truth. And I was in Vegas, and it was legal. And I always said, if it was legal, I'd light up. Ironically, that was the same trip to Vegas that I bought my first cigar. It is. Oh, wow. So, so in that in that trip, a lot happened. I got on cigars, and you discovered marijuana. And I, I was high the entire time I was in Vegas, and it was the most obnoxious thing ever. I was I was pounding down gummies like there was no tomorrow. Dude, I was babysitting a high Jeff in Las Vegas the entire time. It was he was not was amused. Anyway. Although although your wife Laura seemed amused by me, she seemed to you know like kind of roll with it. You on the other hand were stressed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that being said, 
um, it is now legal here in Illinois. But I don't like to smoke it. Like I, tr- I've I've tried to smoke it. I can't. I it 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 hurts. I cough really bad, and I'm thinking, you know, I end up being sore from coughing, and I'm like, well, I can't enjoy this, you know. So I started making tea out of it. I would boil it and put the leaves in the tea, and I'd make like a little tea bag with a coffee filter. Well, I made tea, and I threw the bag away in the trash. Well, we have a trash panda at our house, and his name is Bennett. He's a golden doodle. So I get a call from Kristen one day, and she goes, oh, my God, I think Bennett had a stroke. And I'm like, holy shit. So I get home, and the dog can't, like, walk, can't stand up. He peed on himself in his crate because he was still, you know, younger than, you know, trapped in his. We had to put him in the crate so he didn't tear the house up. He has separation anxiety. And, like, he's standing there, and his feet are, like, he's trying to stand up, but his feet are turned out. Like it was like something out of a cartoon. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, he couldn't stand up. He was falling over. And we're scared to death that something's really bad wrong with the dog. So we call the vet. And the the uh, young lady that answers the line, you know, at night, it was after hours. And I'm telling her, you know, what he's done. And she goes, oh, you know, did he ha- did he wet himself? And I'm like, yeah, he actually did. He never does that. And she goes, oh, she goes, um, any chance he got into marijuana? And, of course, my answer was no, no, no. <laughs> and she obviously knew I was lying. And. So, you know, she's like, well, maybe maybe you got some from the neighbor kids. And I'm like, that's it. That's exactly what happened. And she's like, he has marijuana toxicity. And I'm like, holy shit, I've killed my dog. And I said, well, what do we need to do? Do we need to bring him in? Do we need, you know, a stomach pump? Do we need him fluids? She goes, oh, no, he'll sleep it off. She goes, he's just high. That dog was like an entirely different dog that night. He was the calmest, like not wired up, not high strung, not barking at every sound outside. He was just chill AF. No, she, I'm surprised. No, just turn on a black light and some Bob Marley and leave him alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were screwing with him is what you were doing. Oh, yeah. We would, like, if, if you made the slightest move, like, he would flinch and freak the fuck out. It was great. <laughs> that poor dog. But, yeah, he was high as a kite. From eating the what I thought was probably inert at that point, because I boiled the hell out of it to make tea out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I drugged my dog. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm. I, we're going to get letters from ASPCA or somebody now. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was not intentional, although we've joked about giving it to him again to calm him down because, man, he's he's destructive when he's left alone. He ate it. He ate half I of a. Recommend uh, giving it to him again. He ate half of a container of macadamia nuts and cashews, which I don't even know if those dogs can eat that. Um, off the counter the other day, I actually had to take him to the vet one time, and it ended up costing me about two grand. He got into some icebreaker uh, gum. And it's got a chemical in it that will kill dogs. And he ate like 30 pieces of, of these little squares of this, you know, icebreaker gum. And like they had to, they had to give him fluids and they checked his liver levels for a while. And you had he, just gotten that dog. Yeah. He wasn't very old when he did that. And yeah. it was, that was a hot mess. That, that was expensive to learn not to buy icebreaker gum anymore. You have to really watch it. Most of the gums, whatever that chemical is, most of the gums have that in them. All right then. Yeah. I don't Jeff's be, lesson learned there was don't buy gum. It well, wasn't, you know, keep it away from it, the dog. It wasn't like I was buy. feeding it to the dog. The son of a bitch got up on the counter and took the whole container. That's the problem. Your dog gets into everything. Yeah, he's a counter surfer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's tall enough he can, you know, get away with that. So he can reach pretty much anything if it's left counter level. Wow. Yeah. He's he's a hot mess. So, oh. yeah. So I've I've nearly killed my dog once with gum and then got him high as a kite. Because he ate ate my marijuana tea bag, <laughs> so there you I go. Was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> give you that, but 
Uh, <laughs> hold off on that one. Wait, tea bag? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue. Not a clue. Oh, my God. Let's uh, uh, just take it a turn. So which, which one of these uh, cigars this month are you going to do the finale with? Because I know you love to pick pick one to round it out. You know? Round out the month. I like that box press Aroa. There that you is go. a really good cigar. Yeah, I think that, I think it is a good, good cigar. I think, I think that's that a good one to end on. Because I, I know that cigar, and I like that cigar. Yeah, yeah, so. it's it's really good. And he's uh, Christian's told the story about that before, about developing the cigar. It took forever for him to get the color, that Colorado color of the wrapper he wanted. I think they went through, like, a few different runs of it. And after aging it and everything, they said, no, that's not it. So it just blows my mind that these guys can go through the patients like that and just the blending process and then the waiting for fermenting and then putting it in the humidor letting it sit for well, you know, six and, months and, and then going nah and that's the thing and then knowing the financial cost of doing that that's too what I mean. you know yeah. i mean it's it's and into those just the patients those yeah, at that nuts. point i'm assuming end up as bundled cigars or you know, out in a shop somewhere, unbanded. For something else. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. I, I doubt they're tearing them apart and putting them back in other cigars. No, no they're not shredding yeah. them. No, not at all. No, who knows what they're doing with them? You There's know. so many different things you can do. Seconds, you can sell them off to the big retailers, big online stores as seconds. Not tell them what it is. Um, you can band them up, put a different band on them. Yeah, uh, you know. Well, and I think a lot of stores buy them and then put like their house. You know, call them their house blend or whatever. Well, and that's exactly it. I mean, it might be one of those things where maybe they're just not quite perfect for that specific cigar, mm-hmm. but maybe it, it it's good enough for another one in their line. It's or good enough for like a guy that. like me to smoke while he's driving, Precisely, for sure. Exactly. So I'll have well, to, you know what? I'm going to send, I'll, I'll send a message. I'll see if we can get Christian on for the last episode of the month and see if we can be awesome. get him on to talk about that cigar while we smoke I would it, think he'd so. come on and talk to us about that. I yeah. mean, he, that yeah. would be very He's cool. been on before. I would say I've met Christian a couple times before. He's a super nice guy. Yep. We'll see if we can make that happen. There you go. Keep the keep the the line of guests just rolling in, rolling in, rolling in. And you yeah, know, kudos, I, kudos I, to you guys, man. You've been getting some really, really solid guests. Well, we've got some really good shows and interviews, man. Good Nick, job. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We've got Nick Melillo coming up on Tuesday, actually. So, um, oh, I thought you were going to say you had Nick Nick Gervais on. No. Oh, it, it's the all Nick. We're, <laughs> it's you know all Nick all the time. Should, Nick week. That's what I ought to do. I ought to just see if I can get nothing but guys named Nick for the entire <laughs> month. You know, it's Nick month here at the pulpit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> two Nicks, no waiting. It'll work out good. So, have you guys had any of these outside the the Arroyo? The first one we did the Ave Maria on the I cast. Would say you didn't you have an Ave Maria in, in the box? Yeah, we had an Argentum. Uh, few months back yeah it was a dark darker cigar this okay. is more because we played the song a little bit lighter yeah yep yeah, yeah there's a bunch of different ones i mean th- what a line i didn't play I mean, the song I'm... jeff i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> sure that's you a didn't. sneak that's a sneaky good line that not, i don't think a lot of people really pay a lot of attention Boy, to. and it's another one that i never see in any shops around here no you know it's it's not one that i see around so I don't know. I see pictures of it periodically on Instagram. You know, people smoking um, some of the sticks, but I don't. I don't see them in shops around here. Yeah, well, you know, so. and I've I've really stepped up my Instagram. Um, I've really been working that. I don't know if you've noticed that, Nick or Nick. I have, but uh, you know, I've I've gone from like 108 followers to over 800 now over the course of about two weeks. That's what happens when you actually try. 
<laughs> the slightest amount of effort on my part. Exactly. But uh, that's one of the things that I see. I see a lot of cigars and a lot of cigar brands that I've never encountered. And I've smoked cigars on and off since I was 16. You know, so, I mean, I've been smoking for a lot of years. I don't even want to do the math on it. But, you know, and Nick Nick's fairly new to this. But there, there are a lot of brands I've never seen because I think a lot of, especially the boutique cigars, they, they turn into kind of a regional mm-hmm. stick, you know. And if you're not traveling, you may not be running across some of these. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not fully sure why... That is, I, I think it may have something to do with, with, you know, costs and sales and getting a sales team out, you know, to the opposite coast yeah. or different regions to sell. You know, that's why the big boys have it everywhere, you know, because they have the cachet. They've got the, the financial backing for it to put a team together out to get out there, yeah. spread the word. But, you know, these boutique companies, you know, like, for example, uh, you know, Martinez. Yeah. Great example. Yeah. You know, and, and, and those guys, man, Dave is hustling. I love Dave. Dave's a fantastic guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's uh, he's putting that thing together really well. And I listened to them on, um, uh, did you guys hear him on, on uh, Rob's show, Cigar Talk? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was a great a interview. interview. Yeah, with, with uh, Dave and uh, Jesus. Oh, yep. Jesus was on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Dude, Jesus is making our cigar for the I, cigar pulpit. I, I just want to point that out. I, I know. So They talked about it. They, they talked about it on the show. and. uh that's great. We got to get him to get a, an MMC cigar. That's what we got to do. There we go. Yep. Now we're well, talking. I don't know. Dave did tell me that I think he's been cut off from any new blends for the rest of the year. <laughs> he's, he's handing them out. Yeah, like he's, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you want a cigar for you? You know, it's like, I mean, for God's sakes. He's, he's like Oprah with, with cars yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, you get a cigar. You, yeah. So, um, <laughs> hey, I'm just fun. glad we snuck in under the wire. You I know, know what I mean? Yeah. We not only snuck in under the wire, we ended up coming up top of the class before it was all said and done how did that happen covid <laughs> otherwise well, when, we we'd have been behind the brick and mortar series that's but, true you know, it's so. true when those come out we'll talk we'll get them on on uh my monthly cigars.com we'll get Sweet. them on there we'll, we'll sell them there too oh that's absolutely. awesome man thank you absolutely 100 yeah. percent. i'm i'm looking forward to them like i i was telling jeff earlier that we should be getting test blends hopefully in the next two to three weeks yep. so um we should be able to I'm hoping that before it's all said and done, maybe by like the end of July, we'll be able to say, okay, this is the final stick. You know, and, 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 and can Nick, start we start rolling through that. You you probably don't know this, but even before we started the podcast, that was one of our goals was to get our own cigar, and we joked about it, and we're like, yeah, like somebody's going to make us a cigar, and holy crap, it's happening. Well, shit, you guys can quit now. You mean you hit the mountain? I was right? saying we've hit the peak. <laughs> I don't know how oh it gets better than that. We've got lighters with two, our logo on them, hats. Less than two years, you got your own blend. I'm saying cigar. right. Less That's than impressive. a less than a less year. Than a year. Sorry, less than a year. I the know, anniversary yeah. anniversary. No need to be pompous about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we started right after you. Yeah, you yeah, started yeah. in uh, what uh, June, and we started yeah. in August. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, not to make this a tug fest, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> Jeff likes a tug fest, but, you know, <laughs> hey, any port in a storm, you know, no, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I've been uh, really appreciative of the partnership we've had. This has been awesome. Oh, yeah. So it's been yeah, well, a we, lot further than I expected, to be honest with you. Dude, we appreciate it. Transactional. Too. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's turned out to more than that. You know, it's Not, it's great. And that's that's this industry. Uh, in a nutshell, is what we've done. I think it's, you know it's all relationships. It might start off Absolutely. as a transactional business kind of thing, but you know, I, 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 it works this way at my newspaper, and I'll I'll speak for Jeff because I'm assuming it also works this way for him. Mm-hmm. Is that 
you know, for my newspaper, for the advertisers that are within it, I like to make sure that they're getting what they want out of their advertisement. I'm not there just to come in, place the ad, take their money, and not care that they're getting anything. Because if they don't get anything out of it, they're not going to continue to work with me. It needs to be an actual relationship. A symbiotic relationship. Precisely. You know, they benefit, I benefit, vice versa. And I, over the years, I mean, I have some advertisers that have been with me practically since day one. And the reason they're still with me is because I have a relationship with them. And I know, and they know, and we, we work together. And I like to think it's the same way, you know, that we're, we're now with, with you and um, with Dan over at Riverman. Is that, you know, we're, you're part of the show, you know. It's, it's, you, you are now, you're not just somebody coming in and saying, okay, you know, here's the script and here's this and, you know, whatever. It's like, and there is no script. I mean, you just gave me, you know, when I talk about your cigars at the end, yeah, it's, it's fairly formulaic, but at the same time, you know, you gave me a couple points and, but it varies, we, you know, time to time and, yeah. and it's just one and of I those And I do what things. I can to trip him up. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. So, you know, you we, do it well. We the worst want... one. The worst one is when I lost it laughing during the middle of his his bit. Uh, <laughs> there was that thing on Instagram, and I lost my ever loving shit during that ad, and I never recomposed. And you know what? To be honest, I mean, I highly enjoy the lead-ins <laughs> to the ads. I mean, they're always some, you know, fart joke or some sort. <laughs> oh, of I know, and we're always like, "Oh, I'm it's, sure Nick appreciates great. coming in after mm, this." I do because you get people's attention and laugh, and like, oh, and then they get their breathing down a little bit, and then they talk about me. <laughs> uh, I think the so best one, the best one, was the story about me trying to blow my friend's hand off, and then you trying to do the ad. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still, I'm still laughing about that damn thing. He threw that apple with that cherry bomb in it in the fire and blew up everybody. Dude, shit. I could have killed somebody. <laughs> you probably should have killed somebody. All things being equal, <laughs> that, oh um, my god! And I just stood there. <laughs> it was like in slow motion. Well, and that's so funny. You didn't dive. No, I just stood there and took you it. You knew that you just chucked a cherry bomb in the friggin' fire I, and you just and you didn't react. I didn't know what I'd done. Until <laughs> <laughs> it was over. Oh my god. It was really we were talking about the cartoons earlier. It was like the cartoons when the thing blows up and then you just shoots back to the guy yeah. charred. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> His eyebrows are gone and yeah. Right. That was me after that explosion. Oh. Those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. Well, Plenty left, Jeff. Plenty of them left. Oh, uh, no, dude. I'm on borrowed time. I'm, <laughs> you don't know. Well, okay, so let, that's a good segue into how we did with the weight loss challenge. So <laughs> so I think this is a good point to talk about the weight loss challenge. And, <laughs> you know and, what? You know, the it point, was COVID. The point, oh, yeah, it was COVID. So the point of this weight loss challenge was to better ourselves and then also some raise some cigars for the troops, for exactly. Cigars for Warriors, thanks to Nick's generous donation. Oh, absolutely. And um, I would just like to say that I completed this at 26 pounds you lost. You kicked ass. Now, I still have obviously names. more to go. And to be honest, had my gym been open, I might have gotten better. But, you know, it is what it you is. You might have been in the 30s at that point. It's possible. But, you know, here's the deal. Everybody and, and else did, gained five during COVID. I, I lost 10. And I'm not proud of that. Wait, and, wait, way to yeah. step it up for the troops there, buddy. I know. I, I mean, I never wore the country's uniform. You at least briefly did. <sighs> yeah, I did. And I, I feel mean, bad, you know, until they found out about your ulcerative colitis and kicked you out. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> Could not get rid of me fast enough. So yeah. So Jeff, you still have that uniform? 
I do. I don't fit in it. Yeah, that was the next question. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I, what were you I, weighing in those days? Okay, so I went. I, I lost 40 pounds to go in. I, I started working out um, actually the night after 9-11. And I, I walked about three blocks that night, and it was my first workout. And by the end, I was running two miles a day. And went in at about, I think I was somewhere around... 215, 220, I had to tape out to get in. And that the whole thing, body mass index kind of deal. So, you know, taped out, didn't didn't get down to the weight it needed to be, but was able to get, you know, to tape out and get in. And that basically they they do this whole body mass index measurement thing where they, you know, where they basically, you know, tape you, you know, with a, they measure you essentially. And, you know, okay, yeah, you taped out and you can get in. So I did that. And went to basic at about somewhere between 210, 220. I don't remember exactly. And by the time I got out of basic, I was down to 180. And, you know, that I lost 30 pounds plus in basic training. That was, yeah, that was a thing. And then uh, I have gained a lot back since then. So, yeah, so let's go off those numbers then. So if you're down 10 pounds and you started at 303, so that means you're at 293? 293. So that would put you what a hundred and three up from out of basic. Actually, actually no, a hundred and thirteen up. Okay, I I've almost gained a whole another. Oh, that's person. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, look at me doing math for once. <laughs> I'm being, but a, yeah, it's I'm being a pompous dick, and I really shouldn't be. But you know, it's <laughs> one of those things. No, my uh, it took me about about. It was a little over a year to lose the weight to be able to to go to maps and be able to tape out and you know go through everything, and you know I'm I'm proud of doing that. I wish I could have done more than I actually did. I mean, technically technically I was in the Air Force for 13 months. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. So and you know spent some of that time you know on active duty with basic and whatnot. But it uh, I wish I had been able to you know fulfill out the commitment and do it. I I, I miss it to this day. So, Jeff, are you saying if we did this again, we'd have to do it for 13 months? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to admit, but, well, and part of that was, it was, it was not, you know, with, with that, it wasn't just losing the weight. It was, I was gaining muscle mass at the same time. And so I was actually gaining weight because muscle does weigh more than fat. Yeah. Although I had a pretty good layer of insulation starting out and uh you know i was able to lose the weight and gain the muscle mass at the same time so i didn't lose as quickly with the kind of training regiment that i was on so anyway but uh yeah so like i said <laughs> so i anyway. i have a you know i spent enough time in uniform to know what our guys go through and you know you you can't say enough good stuff about them i agree so, but yeah, so I, I wish I had been able to do a little more with the weight loss challenge, but I will say I'm proud of Nick. He stepped up. He still hasn't told me what I have to do since I lost. Yeah, well, I still need to figure that out, to be honest. That's the one problem is that I never did kind of figure that out. I uh, did have somebody recommend that maybe you, since you kind of have embraced this this homeless chic kind of appearance... Um, that maybe what we ought to do is force you for like the next, I don't know, two months, since that was the length of time in the weight loss challenge, that you have to cut your hair, shave, and wear a suit every day. Oh, dude, I used to wear suits to work. But that's I, the problem. I don't, oh, you know, that's brutal. I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm too fat for a suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would you, can be, do a whole, you can do a whole pretty woman thing and videotape it. Dude, it would be really funny to make him wear a suit throughout these next couple summer months, because he's just going to be sweating his ass off. Hmm. I'd be amused by it, but 
you know, then oh, again. Oh, I bet you would. And you know, the funny thing is about that, he would have such a good time when I reach for the necklace snapping that box down on my hand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can take him out to get a haircut at a, at a beauty salon, film that. You can go get a nice suit. Well, I keep waiting that. for him to grow this last damn half an inch so he can finally get rid of the long hair. My hair stopped growing. I got to seven and a half inches behind the ponytail. It's got to be eight to donate it, and it stopped fucking growing. And I've sat at seven and a half inches behind the ponytail for probably four months. Did it stop growing, or are you getting shorter? <laughs> packing the mud around it. Wait, that's the wait. We're talking about something else. I was say, so <laughs> that's a whole nother problem. But again, why you could, you know, but you not really one that you have to worry about right now. Yeah, true. You you know, but you know, you lose the weight. You know, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a whole it's a whole other thing. Um, but no, well, I, it, I think both of you guys. I mean, I, I think you both just even doing it was awesome. Well, I was happy to do it. it well, and we had people Jeff, do it Jeff, with 10 us. Pounds, nothing to sneeze at, you know. Uh, it, it really is. If it hadn't been during COVID, you know, like I said, everybody else was gaining weight on all the takeout, and I was able to lose some, but not not near what I wanted yeah. to. You made a lot of bread. My with goal your was twenty five. Yeah, we did. I during that during the weight loss challenge, I taught my daughter how to make bread, and, and red that did cake. not help. She made the red cake all by herself. Uh huh. Yeah, she's she's actually a good little baker. She likes doing that stuff. Okay. So well, and and you touched on it real briefly. I do want to congratulate Jamie Stevens. Um, she did it with us a lot. Uh, she goes by Cigar Eyes, what, 717 on, on Instagram? I and so. I think so. And uh, she uh, she did the weight loss with us, and, I mean, she killed it. I think she's like 44 down right now. Oh, now, wow. Granted, that's not just in those two months, but but nonetheless, she she's killed it. And, uh, you know, Broccoli Rob, final third cigar over in Indiana, um, he's kind of been doing it, um, along as well. And last I heard from him, what was he down? Like 13 or something like yeah. that. And that was a while ago that he was saying that. He's so, he, Nick. He's actually um, coming to visit us. He is. Yep. We're going to hang out. Awesome. Yeah. Broccoli Rob is going to be coming into St. Louis here. Oh, by the in the next week comes or two. Out, yeah. In the next week. And so that's awesome. He's going to be, he's actually going to start coming on the show on the third Friday of every month. So that since he gets your box as well, and then that way he can smoke along with us, and we can yeah. talk cigars and yeah. all that. So he's, yeah, he's a great a, guy. We got to meet member. him. Yeah, we met yeah, him in Rob's Indiana on. and just loved him. Yeah, I've got the I've had the chance to meet Rob on uh, on a herf or two that we've had on Saturday nights. You know the Zoom herfs, and mm-hmm. yeah, really good guy. And, and, and I chat with him, you know, through messages here and there, like I do with most members. And uh, you know, he, he's great. He, he he's a true cigar. God, he just has true passion for cigars. You can tell. Yeah, he loves. It, he enjoys it, and he nailed that mystery yeah. cigar from last yeah. month. Yeah, he did. He... Literally the day, guys. Literally the day he got it, the day he got the box, he smoked it, and he messaged me, and he nailed it. And I didn't tell him he was right, uh, and he got it. <laughs> he, I was unbelievable. I said, I don't know what it is. You'll well, heck, at that later. point, we didn't even know what it was. So that I was know. a good stick, too. Yeah. By the way. It really that was, was a that was a good cigar. That little torpedo kind of I don't know what it was a torpedo it was, it or what do you call a it? Torpedo. It was, just, I, I it was tapered. It was yeah. Yeah, it was a small small tapered cigar. It was almost like a small bowling pin. I don't even remember what they called it, but I mean it was just I had had it. I forget where I'd had it, and I saw it, and I said, you know, this would be a good idea. And you guys, you know, you're talking about the MSRP and Nick. I mean, I appreciate you bringing that up every time about last month. You know, and that cigar that doesn't even I don't even count that towards yeah. You know, the MSRP that's the monthly extra and. 
you know, I'm glad it worked out and I was able to do a, you know, contest with it. And, um, yeah, it was great. It's a, it's a good, good little stick for, you know, one, one thing, one thing you haven't mentioned is, uh, you know, the fact that we, we had Pastor Barnaby on to review that (laughs) stick. I didn't mention that. that (laughs) One of the dumber things we've ever done. Oh, we've done much dumber than that. No, that was, that was up there. That was a he kind of, you know, he, I think he's related to Nick. I'm not sure though. Mm. Are you guys Barnaby? related? Distantly, maybe. Cousins, D- distantly, distant cousins, maybe distantly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to keep throwing out conspiracy <laughs> theories. I was just kind of got pit- the Larry the Mute. I was just kind of pissed know. that he was smoking my cigar. I didn't get to really even enjoy it. I so. thought you'd set that up with him, or I would have stopped no. it. I would have, I would have no, shut it all down. Whatever. So. <laughs> no. Oh, he's not a member, by the way. He's not a member of, of the club right now. Oh, well, we'll have to. We'll have to, we'll have to rectify that. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's supposed to be back on. We'll give him some shit. Oh, boy. oh, Lord. Oh, oh Lord. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, he's got beef with Larry the Mute. So yeah, they, they have bad blood. And I don't understand. it. I don't know. So we'll have to you're just you're just you're just still proving my theory. I'd man. say we'd talk that out. But you mm. know how that goes. Oh, so Larry tried to explain it to me one day, but. <laughs> you weren't listening. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm so amused oh, by this. We're going uh, to hell. We'll get, the, we'll get the chicken to translate for Larry. Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we never have done a roundtable. I don't know if you know this, Nick, but uh, part of our roundtable was also Angry Arnold. Mm-hmm. I've heard the Angry Arnold. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get to That's the top. Beginning. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> nice callback. Oh, it's you so should you should have a you should have a nice do a show with everybody. Oh God, That'd be great if you can get them all in one place. I you know, you know it's hard to pull them all together. It, That's we the we had it set up and then COVID, so yeah, yeah, kind of went to hell. Yeah, the problem is Larry the Mute would just take over the conversation. <laughs> he just, He's chatty, Kathy. He won't shut up. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So anyway. Yeah, this is where this is going. You know, so. I'm going to say this. This cigar comes out of the June My Monthly Cigars box. It is the first box of the second year of My Monthly Cigars. Indeed. And Nick, why don't you tell us, or Nick, either one of you, do the ad. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave it to Bishop, man. He's been... Listen, don't we have to do like some sort of, you know, fart joke leading into this? I was going to say, Jeff has to talk about his poop or something first. That's the MO, right? I, I want to yeah. play it straight with you on the show. He's I mean. want, No, <laughs> realistically, he's wanting to get this done probably because he has to shit. That's what's going on, right? Uh, you know, well, with some... that being said, Nick, what the... <laughs> There what we go. The there's, some, there's some turtle action going uh, on. And there it is. Yep, so is anyway, perfect. so yeah, so My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. You get boxes sent straight to your house every month, come in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, four cigars for $30. There's also the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that's in the uh, Robusto box, so it's a good one for sharing with dads and brothers and friends and whatever. So, I normally like the smaller boxes, but on the, in this occasion, I like <laughs> the bigger box. So anyway, um, yeah. And <laughs> He always, just to look. always does that, and it just throws it. I, so, I looked up at, at Nick from My Monthly, and he's just like, holy shit. Uh, I just so, saw the look. So I'm he, watching the sausage being made. Yeah, that's, that's it. So, it's the same it show a, every week, It right? is a sausage fest here. And then, uh, so the nice thing is Nick offers the MSRP guarantee, which we touched on, and basically the value of all of the cigars in the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box, and that value is only doubled 
when you take into account the uh, the Presidente box. So, like, for example, this box, I, I'm i sorry, you did the math earlier. The June box about, is like, a, what, $41? 41 yeah. Well, we'll call it 40 It's 41 and change, I think. All right, so, we'll so, so we'll go $41. So you're 11 bucks up on the Robusto box, but that puts you $22 up on the, uh, um, right? Yeah, yeah, it doubles. Yeah, it would put you twenty. You were you were math challenged. I am math tonight. challenged. I'll admit, <laughs> it's so. the second time. Yeah, but anyway, um, a Catholic education's paying off. Wait, no, it wouldn't be twenty two dollars, you idiot. You're making me think. <laughs> not. So no, it would be it would be it'd be thirty two dollars up on the uh, on the president. God, you. You, Nick, do you want to start over? No, you know what? This is funny. This is funny, but at the same time, yeah. Do you want me to take it? I had to a question uh, anyway, himself, and he bought I it. Was, hey, God, anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Head on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com. You can sign up. Use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. And you can get free shipping on your first box or 20% off any of the items in their online store because Nick offers all the cigars that he has in the boxes on the online store um, as well as uh, a variety of other items that you can purchase. Now, you guys questioned why I was saying, hey, let's go ahead and wrap up. It's because I'm out of cigar. Look, I am actually, look at my nub. No, I just set mine down. I am, I'm pretty much down to the nub Nick likes well. to look at my nub. Yeah. <laughs> That's that mud thing we were talking about earlier was your nub. But, I was um, in the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this cigar, it, it was, I didn't get a lot of, like, flavor changes throughout. No, I can't say that. I'm going to do a retro hail um, here at the tail. Let's see. It uh, it never did get, like. It kind of stayed it, the same. I mean, for got, me, it stayed the same the whole way, but it was still that, you know, bouquet of, of different flavors. It got spicy on the retro. Yeah, I yeah. will say I, will, I just did the the retro on the nub, and there is a little bit of pepper or spice or something on yeah. the on the retro at the very end. But but otherwise, but not overwhelming. No, not overwhelming. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 cigar itself, actually smoking it, it did kind of stay pretty consistent throughout, and it was a good good cigar. Like I said, it was it's it's a lot lighter than I thought it was going to end up being. Yeah, not and, what I expected either, and and and. I'm glad about that because that's, you know, I'm not into the really strong, heavy cigars like you are. I, the yeah. beefy ones, yeah. I like the beefy cigars. I know you do. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, he was hey, like, Nick, he was, I got an idea. like he was waiting for yeah. a joke there that never came. I, I was, I was <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, what's your idea? So I kind of dropped the ball here having a busy May. I was doing 12 giveaways in May, as you know, to celebrate our one-year anniversary and uh, we only got to nine, so I've got three left over. That's on me, and uh, I need to make it up to everybody. So uh, basically what I want to do is I want to do a giveaway for three July boxes. Nice. And so what I want you know, listeners to do is head over to uh, My Monthly Cigars on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, there'll be a question on there about today's podcast, and they'll have to comment with the answer. And we will uh, take three – we'll draw three draw from the whole list of our correct comments and we'll take three winners okay. from that and they'll all get a July box. That sound good? Are you going to do awesome. are you going to do an individual question for each box? No, I'll do um I'll do one question and okay. then I'll take all the correct answers and and, and we'll draw from the correct Draw answers. three winners. From three those. winners. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be good. So why, why don't we do that? So everybody oh. head over to uh 
like I said, I'm at my monthly cigars on, on everything, but we're going to do it on Facebook and Instagram. Nice. Perfect. So nice. yeah, let's do that. As awesome. long as you don't mind. Glad oh, we can that help. sounds great. That sounds awesome. great. Great. So, and since he mentioned uh, his socials, Nick, where do they find us? So we're available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Nick at Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. It's my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, Nick, it's been a blast having you on, man. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. I had fun. It was really cool. I, I never thought I'd be on the Office Dudes podcast. And this, was, <laughs> this was fantastic. Yeah, thanks for know, having me. This is this is how this works. Is we just kind of just roll. So yeah, the ODP, the ODP, the Office Dudes podcast. Office Dudes <laughs> podcast. Uh, so yeah, no. Well, well, thanks I, for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. This is this is a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to you know uh, every month, Nick. I think we're going to do this with yeah. the, with the box opening, and I think it'll be a good time and. You know, I hope you guys enjoy this month's box. This is one of actually the favorite ones I've done. I think this is uh, a real nice variety. Uh, you know, I try to put a, a good variety of cigars, uh, taste levels, filler, etc., cetera, uh, strength, all that in each month. But I think this one, you know, after smoking all of these multiple times, it really is kind of a nice rounded uh, box. <laughs> that sounds weird to say, no. but it really is. It's rounded out and. uh you know, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm looking forward to the the next three episodes well, to see what uh, what you guys think. I'll yeah. tell you. And again, we were smoking the room twenty or the room one hundred and one. Yeah, the room one hundred and one Ichiban. Not a cigar I've had before. It's a Maduro, and it was really, really. I'm done. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'm I'm finished with it. It's a great cigar. I enjoyed it, and I'll tell you if the next three are are just as good. Then yeah, this is a nice. Really nice box for everybody. We've got that Aroa the first 20 years. That's going to be our uh, anchor stick that we use on the last one. But you've also got the Obsidian uh, Red Rum and the uh, Ave Maria. So I'm looking forward to them. Yep. It'll be a good time. Awesome. Well, Nick, thank you very much for your... uh, for your time and input and uh maybe next month we'll, we'll i'll see if we can get um hopefully maybe by next month i don't know if if i don't know what the talks are looking like but if baseball's not back then at the very least maybe we get dave on here and you guys can finally have that baseball uh debate and conversation we can finally have that yankees red Sox debate that you two have been uh threatening for a while finally yeah because that's never that debate's never been had so it'll be good to hear <laughs> yeah i know right Hey, maybe we can get Larry the Mute in there too, and make. Oh, it. that's hey, true. Larry, Larry's a big yeah. White Sox fan. I know that. Oh, good. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great because a lot of people care. Yeah, yeah he, he's never say. he's never told yeah, me that, but he wears a White Sox hat. Oh, so Lord, I've never heard him say that either. I haven't heard him say much, but yeah. I've never heard him say that. He's for a, sure. man, a few yeah. words. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate. <laughs> Thank this. you. Oh, this is great. Hey, and and seriously, dude, we appreciate your partnership with us. Thank you so much. Oh, same here. Same Definitely. here. I love it. Definitely. Love it. Well, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And that's Nick. And everybody, stay safe and stay smoky.